What's the difference between kindness and goodness? Galatians 5 says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Is this a redundancy to build a punch and add emphasis? Or are these actually different concepts? The answer is they are two unique fruits of the Spirit. And today, we're going to be talking about the fruit of generosity. We all love the concept of generosity, but true generosity is rare. So today, we aren't talking about apples and oranges. The conversation on the table is going to be on the exotic fruit that stands out when you see it at the grocery store, the fruit of generosity. Welcome to the Doxa Dialogue. My name is David Rudy. I'm the pastor of Doxa Church. This is a podcast about living life on mission for the glory of God. I have Amanda and Ben at the table with me today. Good to be back. Season seven. Here we go. Yes, your first episode in season seven. We just keep on rolling. Uh, There's a lot going on out there. It's it's a busy time, I know, but uh, how are y'all holding up? Pretty good. Hanging in there, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. Yes, we are surviving. Nothing to write home about, really. <laughs> I'll take that in 2021. Well, I am excited about getting into this topic. You know, we've just done our first two episodes on gender, and now we're going to take a different turn here, something that is really not controversial. Like, how, how controversial is generosity? <laughs> um, some of you may be tempted just like, oh, yeah, I, I'm generous, and... I don't really need to hear this or, you know, I'll, I'll send this off to someone else. That, that, that's, yeah. that's what yeah. I'll do. Uh, but we all need to personalize this one. And I'm really excited about the conversation ahead. So I believe that generosity can come in a variety of different forms. Prove it. <laughs> I've, got, I'm about, I've, got a, I've got a couple here. You ready? <laughs> wow, getting sharp at the table already. He is ready for season seven. Yes. <laughs> My first thought is monetary. And mm-hmm. that's probably because our current struggle is with money. And we've, on, we've had a lot of people bless us during this whole season. And it's actually been really cool to watch God work in that oh, way. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for their generosity. Yeah, really cool. um, but there's being generous with our time. Ben, there you we go. have our talents, mm-hmm. we have our words, and even our attitudes. Oh, that's good. Um, just as in every spiritual gift, generosity has to come from the heart. Being generous is a result of a thankful heart, of a heart that is in love with its Savior. You cannot generously serve your neighbor if your heart is calloused and selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's true that even those who aren't Christians can be generous. There's plenty of celebrities and multimillionaires that are known philanthropists. Mm-hmm. But when you get out, when you give out of a moral obligation or just out of a desire to do the right thing, and your heart isn't aligned with God, no matter how much you give and sacrifice, it will never feel like enough. Hmm. Um, in First Corinthians thirteen three, this is the wedding, the wedding verse. Every wedding, we said it at my wedding. <laughs> you know? Yes. And if I give away all my possessions, if I give my body over in order to boast, but I do not have love, I gain nothing. And yeah. giving in any area of our lives simply cannot be something that we check off our religious list of things to do. You know, prayed, check, 
read the Bible verse, check. <laughs> Tie 10%, check. <laughs> right. Good to go. I'm checked up for the day. All right. Good to go with God. <laughs> you know, we want to give because we realize the gift that God gave to us in the form of Jesus. We have to be so grateful and overwhelmed at this pure act of selfless love that we cannot help but want to share it with others. You know, now is this always easy? No. Do I often fail to be generous with the many blessings God has placed in my life? Absolutely. And I am so thankful for a father who forgives me when I choose to be selfish. We, we all will fail at some time or another. I mean, when there's one cookie left in the pantry at home, can I say that I won't, you know, generously give it up to my spouse and children or <laughs> that I'll go hide in the laundry room and eat it instead? You know? <laughs> no, I don't know. That's, that's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we... I mean, all of us at the table right here at least have kids. Yeah. Parent, you might can relate to that feeling sometimes. It, it's it's hard to yeah. secretly snatch that yeah. that cookie sometimes. You, you know you can't eat it in front of your kids oh, at all. Oh, no, absolutely because not. You're actually, you're right. <laughs> and our, the way our pantry is, yeah. Camden can always see just it. Yeah. So I have to like turn my back to yeah, him as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if it's like anything Scarf in a wrapper, the, yeah. Yeah. he's like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I noticed my boys are pretty unobservant, so like I can just take oh, like a cookie. Amazing. And just put it in my hand and just walk right out at, at the end of lunch and just eat it in the car on my way on my way back to work. <laughs> but sorry about that. We really yeah, derailed. We, we're oh, we're all really yeah. You just mentioned cookies. We're apparently hungry. <laughs> Those are ways to not be generous. Those are ways to the opposite yeah. of what we're talking about. Wow, that. she went right there being generous with cookies. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you know, and there's also you know another example of that that I think. Christians have to deal with giving money to like every homeless person we see on mm. the street. And my kids and I have had this discussion. It's the struggle of wanting to be generous as we're called to do, but also knowing we can't help every single person that is in need. Yeah. Um, and that's just another reason that I'm so grateful for the Holy Spirit, because if we're in tune with God's voice, we will hear when he asks us to give. Just as an example for that, and not to say that I, you know, we always do the right thing, but a few years ago at our old church, um, we had they had a partner church church in Belize, and they had some of the leaders up to the church to talk about the church down there, and and just kind of talk about what life was like in Belize, and you know, and it was, I mean, it's pretty powerful. It was very. We've had that with Child Freedom Coalition. Yeah. I mean, here at Doxa, yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's awesome, and those stories can touch your heart, yeah. and you know, when we got done. They had talked about, you know, how just even a small amount of money can make a big difference there. And it God had really put it on my heart to give a fairly significant amount of money. And mm. crazily enough, and this is how I think it's not the Holy Spirit works sometimes, Stephen and I had talked, you know, because you, if you are married, Steven. you have a spouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know by now, then I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to get Stephen on here in a couple yes, weeks. Yes, you will meet him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In a couple awesome. weeks. But if you have a spouse, obviously you want to talk with them before you're very generous with your money because um, it's kind of important to let them True. know. <laughs> um, yeah. But he he was thinking the exact same amount that I was thinking, and that was, for me, very much a confirmation that Holy mm, Spirit was asking awesome. us to give. And so it was just really neat. You know, we gave, obviously, that gift, and, I mean, God just can multiply that and use it. And that's not an every single time that has to happen kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. But it is neat when God lays it on your heart to give and to know where that's going. When we give from a heart that is attuned to God, that seeks to glorify Him and acknowledge Him in everything that we say and do and know that everything we own is already His, 
mm-hmm. then we are able to give freely, knowing that he will meet our every need. You know, whether our gift is volunteering our time to serve at the church mm-hmm. or just a kind word spoken to someone in desperate need, uh, a meal taken to someone sick or hurting, you know, praying over someone who God puts on your heart. All these things glorify God and help us turn our attention off ourselves and onto how we are called to bless others as we have been so blessed. Luke 6.38 says, Give, and it will be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. Mm. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And if we can just let go of everything we are so tightly clinging to, we will see that what God will give us in return is far better than what we already have. That is a great verse for generosity right there. I knew somebody was going to use it. I know. Yeah. I, I got that, to go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. no, that, Just that think of so that good. image. It's, isn't it so good? It yeah. is awesome. Pressed down, shaken together. It's like, it's like, it's like the the person who's not at Smoothie King who like scoops off the top of your smoothie <laughs> and then and then hands it to you just so they can fit the lid on. No, like they just pack as much of. That's the kind of mm. ice cream person, smoothie mm-hmm. person you always want. Mm-hmm. Pack as much as possible. That's what God is doing for us. That is generosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True that. Yeah, thanks, Amanda. That's, that's really great stuff. Well, I would like to go back to the whole kindness versus goodness concept that I mentioned at the outset. And true kindness is defined for us in Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, Along with all malice, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So goodness is a little different, and it looks a lot like what we call generosity. Goodness as a fruit of the Spirit is not just being a nice person or having a cheerful disp- disposition, doing the neighborly things. Goodness is the idea in the Bible of being intentional about living in a way that is going above and beyond for others. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people miss that when they, when they just come across goodness in Scripture. But this is why some translations even translate that word when, when you see the list of the fruit of the Spirit. Some translations will replace goodness with generosity mm-hmm. because it's a helpful way to differentiate between the two. Now, if kindness is a 10 where we're doing all these things in a genuine, sweet spirit because we love. Goodness is just cranking that up to 11 and doing even more of that, more than necessary, doing far more than what's necessary. So this is also something that we are called to be. And if we live like this, just think about how much of an influence and an impact we would have on our world if more Christians lived this out. I'd like to think of it this way. Goodness and generosity is just the polar opposite of selfishness, which was also great how you read the First Corinthians passage there. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, I wanted to go to the same verse there. <laughs> when Paul lists his fruit along with the two previous fruits in the same order, because the same order that we had for the fruit of the Spirit, just if you if you take that concept in mind of like goodness being being very similar to what we would call generosity, listen to that and in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 again. He says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. Generosity is the opposite of envy. Mm -hmm. And envy, one of the deeds of the flesh, you know, it regards someone with ill will because of what he or she has. It's that grudging spirit that cannot handle someone else's prosperity. 
Generosity is an expression of love by giving what you have to one who does not have enough. Mm-hmm. So like Amanda said, this could be money, your kindness, your, your possessions, food. Even when something feels like it's interrupting your day, that's the time to be generous, to, to go above and beyond. And the, the thing that I want us to all remember, because I didn't really honestly think about this too deeply, but as soon as you really get the definition, it does click. Generosity isn't just meeting a need, it's going above and beyond, just mm-hmm. going over the need. So if you, if you play that out now, like and kind of backtrack, tithe, just giving 10%, yeah. is actually not generosity. Yeah. <laughs> um, generosity is when you give more on top of that. Like say, I'm ready to now give an extra gift to missions. Mm-hmm. Like I want to give something to Brother Aslam and, f- and free a slave in Pakistan. I want to give to... Belize, the church out Mm -hmm. there, Child Freedom Coalition, or there's a thousand different ways that we can give generously to people that isn't just the baseline of being a steward. Yeah, I had a thought about that too. It's like, it's so generosity is not just like a rich person's like characteristic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just for the rich that, you know, it's, it's something that really. Actually, in researching this, I listened to a guy who said who is a fundraiser for a Christian organization. Okay, and he essentially said I had to learn early on to that generosity was not just for the rich, but also for just your everyday working class. Because mm-hmm. um, they they have so much to be generous with as well, and it was just really really eye opening. And I think sometimes we do get in this rut where it's like. Just yeah. the, just the wealthy. Let's let's talk to them about generosity because they've got more to give. Yeah. And is it? I mean, is it really generous if you're not going to miss it when it's gone? Exactly. You know. I mean, <laughs> it, you know. I mean, right. if it's not going out of your way, then right. isn't really being generous. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And he goes on. Paul expounds on generosity in Second Corinthians nine as well. And I'm going to refer to this chapter a little bit here. But he says, "Remember this: whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously." will also reap generously. That's Second Corinthians 9, 6. So if you listen closely again, Paul is not saying we reap what we sow. That's obvious. If I throw a seed on the ground, I will get whatever kind of seed you know, I've sown. If, if it's an apple tree, I'm going to get an apple tree in my yard. Um, if it's corn stalks, then I must have dropped some corn on the cob somewhere. Mm-hmm. If you feed on your flesh and fill your mind with that, you will act out in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Paul instead is going one step further. He says, you reap how much you sow, mm. not just what you sow. Mm. I love kombucha. Uh, I know we have a few people in our church that ah. love drinking this. You will get back according to the amount that you prepared. So if you get a couple plants going, you know, all right, you're gonna get you're gonna get a decent amount, but if you really want more, mm-hmm. you're going to have to get more than just a couple plants because that's probably going to only fill a couple mason jars. Mm-hmm. So the whole concept here is the amount. Aren't they called like scobies? Yes. Those gross Scoby. little cultures or whatever? Yeah, that's what they use. Yeah. And they like multiply yep. and they are super gross. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently really good for you though, but you know. It's kind oh. of are you not a... I'm not a, I'm not a kombucha fan, no. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I don't drink the booch. <laughs> But Mel does. Shout out to Mel. (laughs) There you go. So thinking about this, sowing is not neatly planting one seed at a time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Jesus in the parable of the sower, 
he he's talking about just throwing handfuls of seed everywhere on good ground on bad ground but god is going to bring the growth and it is easier to give to loved ones and withhold from strangers again like super easy to just like oh i just want to go above and beyond for my little my little kid or or my my grandchild right yeah like (laughs) (laughs) of course they do but god gives graciously to everyone even people Mm -hmm. who don't deserve it Mm -hmm. and that's the heart of real generosity so in second corinthians 9 8 it goes on to say and God is able to bless you abundantly mm-hmm. so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. So the sense of this verse seems to be that if men are willing to give, God will always make it possible for them to give. This is not to say that God will make you rich if you give to others, but God gives to you so you can give to others. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about running out of money, if you give away too much, this is really where that verse, that phrase that we always use, you can't outgive God, like this is where it's coming from, right here. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Those are verses 10 and 11. God gives us talent, time, and treasure. Sorry, I just alliterated the longer (laughs) list that you had there. (laughs) Uh, But he gives us this to give to others, to bring a harvest. And the fruit of generosity is always a harvest of more. It's more love, more joy, more Mm -hmm. peace, more goodness. That's what we need in our world today. So the overflowing grace of God to someone who receives generosity brings more. It's like compound interest for all those of you who are following the stock market right now. And by the time you listen to this, I don't know what's going on with game stock, stock, but uh, anyway, the fruit of generosity is to showcase the glory of God and being generous. By doing that, you are showing exactly what God did for you. <laughs> I'm not putting those words in your mouth. <laughs> the least generous people at Oxo's yeah. at the point yes, of this. Yes, yes. Uh, we discussed this. But as I'm thinking through this, okay, what do we? What do you want listeners to take away? You know, <clears throat> they say that to make a good website, essentially every page has a call to action on it, right? <clears throat> like normally it's front and center, get a quote, get an estimate, or follow-up call or whatever. <clears throat> like that makes a good, you know, and what I do in sales Pretty much every touch point, every email, every like mm-hmm. it also should have some call to action mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> to just keep the dialogue going, right? But I, I think the same thing with with tonight. Like I was at least thinking, what's what would be one call to action that I had, and it would be <laughs> it would be to to be generous. Um, so if you're listening tonight, my goal is for you. I think in in scripture is clear about this too. Like be generous in the way in the way that you live your life. Mm-hmm. So if that's the goal, then how do we work? How do we work back from that? And I am no professional, but um, I do have the scripture 
to help us out here and just some random thoughts. You guys know my know me and my brain, not super organized all the time. Um, and if I took two hours and tried to be organized, it would just be frustrating to myself and super confusing <laughs> even more so. Um, so it's just like one of those things where we're just going to put this truth out there and trust the Holy Spirit to do with it yep. what they want. Yep. But um, I think like the first thing, though, if we're going to consider being generous, right? So maybe you're sitting at home and you're like, it's not that you're stingy, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. maybe like you just, you know, oh, well, this is all of us. Like this is generosity is kind of that one thing where we're like, oh man, I know I could be a little more generous here. There. All right. So we're all yeah. sitting at home listening yeah. to this, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the first step, the first thing to just like to kind of reset us would be to look to the greatest example of generosity. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so if we look to Christ, we see the possibility of generosity, right? And and we can even we see his the example of it um, all throughout Scripture. I mean, Scripture is replete with Jesus um, setting this example of going the extra mile, doing a little bit more or a lot a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, he this is all that he could do was be generous with everything that he had. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> you guys have already mentioned a number of things that, that he was generous with that we can be generous with. Um, but a few that struck me were obviously he, he gave his, his time in the sense that he gave his energy and his effort, um, to people. And I guess a side note is that he normally left his schedule. He, he normally left some margin in his life to be generous with his time. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't, he wasn't mm-hmm. scheduling that out of his life. Yep. You know, he was always, he was just available for people where he could, he could sit and talk for the five, ten, five, ten hours extra. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. could do that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he's generous. That's generous like a with, lost art right now, too. Yeah. Truly, yeah. And yeah. I, I get it, though. I really do. Like, you know, yeah. three kids, um, you know, job, involved at church. It's mm-hmm. You do need to be scheduled. But at what point, you're right, do you kind of box out mm-hmm. um, the Holy Spirit sometimes and, and what he might mm-hmm. and, but so one that I, I love about Jesus that that hit me as I'm thinking through this is that he was generous with food. Um, even, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we, we have the Last Supper. Like, man, yeah. it's like mm, right around food. He's got his, his best friends and, yep. and here they are. But the one I had specifically in mind was when they fed the 5,000, when he fed the 5,000, where he took a little bit of food and he multiplied that to thousands of people. So much so that they had, what, 11, 12 baskets left over. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's abundance. And when we think about generosity, we've already hit on it and what exactly it is, but it's it's being, it's bountiful. It's like abundance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Generosity, mm-hmm. like overflow. And that's like textbook overflow. He has 12 <laughs> baskets Everyone was stuffed. Everyone ate as much as they could. Yeah. There's like 5,000 people in a yeah. food coma on the side of a hill somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> And here's Jesus, like, oh, I'll go get the leftovers, guys, because that's just who I am. I'm always, I can only be generous. Something along the lines of food as well was, if you guys remember the story about Jairus, who came to Jesus in a crowd, and he said, hey, my, my daughter is sick and dying. Can you mm-hmm. come see her? And mm. he gets a little frustrated that he took so long to mm. get there. But Jesus shows up the next day, and they're, like, heartbroken because she died. They thought she died. And he's like, well, actually... She's just asleep, and he speaks to her, and he says, "Tella kumai," or whatever he says. He says, uh, "Wake up!" Essentially, rise mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, "What? Who is this guy? This is incredible! <laughs> this is absolutely incredible!" But here's what I'm getting with this: like the first thing he says to her is, "Give her some food." 
I just thought that was so cool. That's not necessarily, this is like another <laughs> little side bro. It's not necessarily generosity, but the kindness you were talking about that comes with generosity. It's yeah. like he is so kind and so tender that, and so in tune with the human need that he yeah. says, get her some food. She's like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's the kind of God that we have. Um, so he's, he's generous with his time, effort, energy, his food. He, he's just, everywhere he goes is abundance. Um, and I love this too, though, on a, a bigger and a broader scale. He says in John 10, 10, I came that they might have life yep. and have it, what, abundantly. Yeah. Abundantly. So the generosity of Jesus abounds in life. Like He wants us to have a full life. He wants us to have um, a, a, a good life, just a, a, a exactly this, like an abounding, an abundant uh, life. I love that about Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's it's incredible because he's completely unselfish in everything he does. He is the walking definition of generosity. I heard a pastor once say, I truly don't know his name, so I cannot give him the credit, but he said, he God's not broke, and he, he ain't stingy. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Or maybe it's the other way around. He's not stingy, and he ain't broke. Something yeah. like that. It's, yeah. The yeah. Same, yeah. it's the same message. Same concept. It's the yeah. same concept. <laughs> and he's not reluctant to give either. Yeah. Like He actually loves blessing us like he loves doing that we mentioned earlier how generosity is often giving to someone who it's just meeting a need or it's often meeting a need right well it is that but that doesn't explain my case like mm-hmm. why would gener- god be generous to me because my needs are covered you know like mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not abounding in wealth or anything but like i have what i need but i still experience the abundance of jesus you yeah. know and I think he just, he enjoys blessing us. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. enjoys being a generous person. And, and whether or not you are the rich or the poor, that's just, again, it's in his essence. It's who he is. And he wants to treat us this way because we're his children. Yeah. Um, because you are mine, you know. It's just, I don't know, it's really unfathomable. But more than food, more than time, more than these things, even more than life itself, we see the eagerness, I think more than anything, we see the eagerness of God to give at the cross mm-hmm. where he gives us his only son, Jesus, and mm-hmm. we see the sacrifice of generosity. We see God's willingness to give, and we see him actually giving. We see there's like a reality to this this generosity. We never find um, a, a statement that God says not being backed up. Mm-hmm. And here we see at the cross, it really is proof that God is generous to humankind. Um, it's just this in this incredible, historic, once in a, a history, once in a all of time event, God mm-hmm. gives His Son, who is sacrificed for for mankind, and I, that's just literally all of time revolves around it. A.D. B.C. It's all about Him. Romans yeah. eight thirty two, speaking of the generosity of God, He says. He who did not spare his own son, mm-hmm. but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Yep. Um, God's very nature is generous. So I think that's like kind of the starting point. If we are going to take steps towards being generous, um, is, is just realizing that, all right, we have this example in Christ that we can look to and we can draw from. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we can, yeah, we get we, this incredible reality um, that gives us potential. Like, it's possible to be generous. We can do this. We, uh, we've we seen it done before. We can do this. Mm-hmm. So kind of like that's the first pit stop, I guess. Then you have— uh, And you're on that, too, before you even go into this yeah. next one. 
if you think about how God is a good father who loves giving gifts to us, he loves going above and beyond. Like, I mean, think of every time that we've given, you know, given things to other people. And usually when it happens in our family, it's because Julie like thinks of something like, Hey, we could like bless our nephews and we could do this and that. And we're like, okay, yeah, actually, sure. Let's do that. Like, sorry, I didn't think of that, but that's a great idea. But you always have a sense of just joy when mm-hmm. you do generously give mm-hmm. something yeah. that wasn't even expected or yeah. needed, yeah. you do have a sense of like, yes, this is this is just right. This is amazing, and and God feels God feels that way. That that's a characteristic that we have from God. We get that from Him. Yeah. That's in His, his nature mm-hmm. to abundantly overflow us with blessing on top of blessing. So mm-hmm. no, that's incredible. <clears throat> yeah. So I. I recently heard, well, there's this book called The Haves and the Have-Nots. came out, I don't know, maybe six, eight years ago. <clears throat> and in it, he talks a lot about generosity, but there's a stat that was kind of shocking. So, And, and it talks about like wealth, poverty, um, not just across the, like America, but across the globe. Mm-hmm. So okay. in America, though, if you're in the top 1%, you have to make – this was, again, this was like six, eight years ago, but – um, you have to make half a million dollars a year. You have to make $500,000 or more in, in income to, to classify you in the top 1%. Okay. Just take a stab <laughs> at what you need to make to be in the top 1% across the globe. Oh, boy. Let's, let's hear your ideas here. <clears throat> and again, this is a little old. Uh, it, it might not be the, you know, the truth in 2021, but just throw some numbers out there. What I'm do you thinking think? we're lo- like 20 20, like 20 grand a year. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a thought, David? Oh, well, yeah, that's a pretty I'm good s- one, Amanda. Suspending uh, the I'm going to say <laughs> right I'm gonna say 15, 15K. Okay, so it's 34. Oh, but, oh no, okay. Right, still. Let's, uh, you led us really well. You, you, you had us <laughs> well, I went from half a million yeah, to Yeah, right, right, right. But think about that. It's like, okay, so, man, that's uh, probably most people that attend our church. Mm-hmm. You know, most people in our lives are making somewhere around there. Yeah. But but again, that's the top one percent. So even if you are making the fifteen or twenty, yeah. You're not in the lower one percent. I don't think anybody at this table is in the top one percent. Just <laughs> yeah, to throw right. that out there. Yeah. No. <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Yeah, I you know what? You I don't even think that, we Amanda. need the global one percent right now. So. <laughs> I still remember the the feeling that I got when I gave away my first million dollars. No, yeah, <laughs> yep. no, no, you're right. We're, we're not there. Mm. <clears throat> Never will be. Um, but yeah, I think if we're going to consider being generous, mm-hmm. let's look to Christ for this, but then understand that everything we have is, is a gift. So mm-hmm. we are already the recipients of generosity. James one seventeen. every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Yep. And come down from comes down from the Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what that says to me <laughs> is, I need to loosen my hold on material possessions. Um, <clears throat> I I can let go of those things; they're not even mine. So, there's this this concept, and you hit on this too, David. But there's this concept of just open handedness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and honestly, we aren't generous. Sometimes because we just love stuff. Um, yeah. We we love what money can buy us. We love mm-hmm. the influence that it can gain us. And it's hard to let go of that um, because often our hearts are just are just evil. Um, <clears throat> I feel like our 
culture, especially, you know, you earned it, you know, you Mm -hmm. earned it, you deserve it. That's a big, that's like pounded in our head from, you know, you, you get an allowance and you earned it. And so you can go spend it on what you want to spend it on, you know? And I mean, just flipping that concept of like, it's not mine. It's not Mm -hmm. my money. Mm -hmm. I didn't earn it. I was given it from God. Trying to change that pattern of thinking makes the biggest difference with how you can be generous because then you realize it's not yours anyways, you know? There you go. Yeah. It's, and it, that like really changes the way you parent. Mm-hmm. If you kind of take up the ambassador idea, yep. and, you know, like I am, <clears throat> I'm giving these kiddos back to, to God. Like I, I'm not, um, it, yeah, it's the same concept. Even as like a, a pastor of a church, I pastored before uh, moving down here and you can really hold onto the reins super tightly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it can really bother you. It can keep you up at night. It can stress you out so much. It can burn you out faster than you can slap your grandma. I, I, I don't know what phrase to use right there, but um, <clears throat> it's the same thing though. I, even re- someone recently said, um, even pastors, sh- like all pastors should consider themselves to be interim pastors mm. um, where, mm. you know, they... They're just serving the Lord, and mm. it's, yeah. Anyway, it's not your um, church; it's yeah. God's church, and you're just exactly. There. Like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Everything's a gift. Yep. Um, it's it's already God's to begin with. So I think that'll definitely help us loosen our hold from possessions, and then allow us to begin to consider um, being generous. And so I, I think at this point, once like we do see the example set in Christ and the joy that is in in giving and going up, over and above and we're loosening our hold, then I, honestly, I think you just should just pick something to start being generous with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, it's not like, oh, man, uh, tomorrow I'm going to go find somebody and give my car to them. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if the Lord leads you, clearly do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do it. But uh, just like pick something that you can start being generous with. Yeah. Um, like this week. And I don't know, what about you guys? Like, what are some things that, as people are listening to this, that you're thinking through, like, well, maybe they could consider being generous with this? Hmm. I'm thinking, like, a a need that we have at church often Mm -hmm. revolves around um, financial organization. Not Mm -hmm. so, like, obviously we have a need to to give, and Mm -hmm. there's always room to grow there. Yeah, yeah. But if someone has talents, someone has capacity to be generous with how you know like right that would help us if they stepped in and said hey listen right i would love to offer my quote services mm-hmm. to the church mm-hmm. and help with the books or help with yep. you know yeah. running reports or help with a, a budget or whatever the case we have all those things but you know what i mean yeah like that's like a practical way somebody could just take what they already have and yeah and kind of like and and roll that up into something to be used for the glory of god yeah, um, but what do you guys think? Any other like thoughts where again people listening we could be like, hey, have you considered? Yeah, you know, I I was thinking about just when you see a need, mm-hmm. um, you see somebody like maybe they have really old shoes and they're just their shoes are super super beat up and and you've noticed that for like a while and I mean the generous thing to do there would be like you know you have no obligation to buy them. Yeah, a item of clothing, <laughs> or yeah. or something like that. But if you legit- legitimately see the need and you notice it a couple times, like the generous thing yeah. to do would be just like, hey, maybe you know, surprise them with it or don't let them know. And not, but, not but just, just shoes you think are ugly, but actually yeah. shoes that might really need to. <laughs> this be. happened to me. This <laughs> yeah. exact thing happened to me. I was the recipient. 
of somebody mm. who gave me money to go get new shoes one day. <laughs> there no you go. Nice. There you I, was go. At, I was at work and um, I was, was like, it those shoes you're wearing right now? No. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I purchased these. Oh, I thought uh, those need to be replaced. Yes. Okay, oh, yes. <laughs> wow. Regardless All of right. no one around me wanting me to purchase them. Wow. You know, what kind of shoes? What kind of shoes? On yeah. these, yeah. <laughs> you liked these shoes. Wow. That's amazing. No, no joke. Someone. She she came. It was at a well-known coffee chain, and uh, she came around the, the side of the bar and she said, "Are those your work shoes?" And I literally had black electrical tape holding <laughs> holding them together. They were black, so I wanted to blend in. Uh, and uh, she gave me a hundred bucks and said, "Go get go get new shoes." Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I had to throw it in the tip jar, and we all got more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I did. I bought new shoes. But yeah, that's funny you brought that up because that literally happened to me, and I yeah. I literally teared up. I was like, "Are you serious? This is yeah. incredible." That's incredible. And obviously, you know, it doesn't have to be money. I know we do have people in our church that struggle a little bit with money, and you mm-hmm. know, I. So I think that's important to note. It can just be, if you see somebody that looks like they're having a hard today i mean Mm -hmm. just just talking to them sometimes Mm -hmm. if there's somebody that looks like they're alone and they don't have you know i mean you can kind of pick up on these things if you're aware and you're paying attention yeah you know if you're out shopping whatever i mean and it it could just be little things i'll tell you what i just thought of something i need to do like there's been a guy who's called me like seven days in a row and i've just been so busy i have not answered the Mm. call i sound like a jerk right now (laughs) um I need to call this guy back. And I, I, I know I kind of have an idea what it's going to be about. Yeah. Like he's yeah. an old friend I haven't <laughs> talked to in a while. So it's not like I'm just avoiding someone. So I, I, I really sound terrible right now. But no, I literally need to just give him a call. Yeah. And, and not I, make I him keep I know who this call. is. And he calls me as well. And we all, we love him, right? He's, yes. He's, he's, he's listening to guy. this thinking you guys I hate me. I hope jerk. he is. Yeah. So we finally synced up yesterday. Oh, because yeah. Because he was, he was, it was a similar pattern yeah. in, in my life. <laughs> which i love uh-huh. and, but this is honestly I, I i almost didn't want to bring this up because i don't want to look like the quote hero in this right, story but right. he calls me and i was coming back from uh work two and a half hours away so i have two mm. and a half hours to kill yeah and he, i'm like yeah I, I might as well answer <laughs> yeah. you know i got two and a half hours and, yeah. and we talk for like 30 40 minutes while nice. i'm just driving but that's not generosity <laughs> excuse me that's really being generous you know well I, mean? I got two and a half hours not anyway generosity <laughs> when i have two and a half like there's yeah. no yeah. sacrifice in that that if anything that's self-centered <laughs> like, he's helping me pass yeah. the time quicker. <laughs> uh, right right but yeah no that's that i get it We're, there's probably some people in the same boat david that Answer the call. Yeah. Take the ten minutes to catch yep. up with that person. Yep. <clears throat> that, exactly. That reminded me. Just on that note, something I, I meant to put into mind was, you know, when we're talking about being generous. Um, what is the verse? Don't let your right hand know when you're giving. Oh yeah. Right hand Don't know let, you let your right, right hand, hand know. Your and your right I think, in, especially in this day and age, it's so important. Like. Be generous, and we don't have to post about it. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to share yeah. with everybody you see, like, hey, man, look, yeah. I gave this guy 20 bucks. You know, I mean, yeah. there's, there's yeah. no reason that we really need to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, true. you know, I think the main thing is if you're giving generously and you're doing it for God, like, he sees it. We don't need to – nobody else needs to know. You know, I mean, right, yeah. he's got it covered, and the reward that we'll get from him in heaven is way better than the 20 likes we'll get on yeah. Facebook, you know. I know. I know. Yeah. That's really good. So – you know, these are some ideas, and it could go on and on and on. It's not just money. It mm-hmm. again, it could be what you're good at, what you're skilled at, yep. and it does meet a need, or it helps to train the next generation. Or you, there are so many ways to just start being uh, generous, being good and kind. 
and and then I think like around home, around the house, like if you want, if you actually want to pass it on the next generation, talk about it, mm-hmm. model generosity yourself, call out generosity when you see it in others, mm-hmm. and just let that dialogue be open and frequent in the home. I think that's huge as well. But I would say the last thing, and I'll I'll shut up for the night. But you know, after we are um, going through these, you know, Ben's disorganized steps to <laughs> generosity. Uh, the last one is is to just thank God mm-hmm. for what he's done. And that, this is straight from 2 Corinthians 9, 10, 11. David already read these. So verse mm-hmm. 11, though, it says, You will be en- enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity, here it is, will result in thanksgiving to God. Yep. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It will turn us into thankful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, which is so contrary to being greedy people. Yep. And wanting more, it's, it's no, no, like letting go and giving, that turns us into thankful people. Mm-hmm. And thankful people are content people, and content right. people are happy people. And right. uh, man, I, I want more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about every person you know that has like thousands of dollars just stored away, and they're just like, it's just sitting there. Like, are any of those people like, you're really joyful people that mm-hmm. are just resounding with with a smile and and will make you laugh. Like honestly, every time I think of a person who I know they have it just stored away somewhere and they're just holding on to it, mm-hmm. those people are miserly. Like, yeah, that's that's why we have that word. It's 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 a hundred percent of the time that's the way the person is, and it's the people who are actually enjoying life, watching what they have, yeah. like just flow out of their hands and bless other people like yeah. they are filled with joy and this starts with where we're at now you like you like we started at the beginning you don't have to have a lot of yeah. money right now to do this like no money more problems yeah <laughs> exactly but i look back at life and the times we were poorest and brokest were just <laughs> they're some of the happiest times mm-hmm. like, oh man you're just living off love there you go hallelujah <laughs> Thanks for that conversation. What a what a great insight into the Word of God, into this important topic. And we would love to hear back from you if you have any ideas on maybe how you felt convicted about being more generous after listening to this. We'd love to hear it. If you've been blessed with generosity, please share that as well. We're going to be posting this on our Instagram page, and you can always dialogue with us back at us on the table. Next week, we will be back with a special interview on critical race theory. So that is going to be next week's episode. Looking forward to that one. And we'll see you again soon. You are loved. Oh, we're going to be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> canceled.